Hi, this is Alain Moussi, and you're listening to TRSS. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay When you hear an intro like this, it really does feel like I collaborated with like Sports Center or some shit like that. Like somebody, <laughs> I went and got the yeah. engineering squad from over there. We need some drops. That that we do. Get some drops and some IDs. That's the one thing I always do whenever I go out to like certain events and I go to wrestling shows and like or to some kind of sporting events or anywhere. I like to get IDs from people like, hey, this is a drunk mic and you're listening to TRSS. Like shit <laughs> like that. I always love doing shit like that. Yeah, I always course. love bothering people. That's what it is. I'm fucking pestering them. You're gathering information. Not yeah, bothering them. Yeah, it's just like whatever. Just saying, uh, uh, listen, uh, I have a podcast and um, I'm on... I want you to know that uh, I'm, I'm legit. I'm, I'm really and I have to go through the whole fucking spiel of giving them my business cards and shit like that. Yeah. You're like the Harvey Weinstein... <laughs> Of uh, direct podcast. Welcome everybody to another episode of <laughs> the regular season sportscast. I'm your host Jay the Red Sente. Just Daniel here to bring to you another episode of sports foolishness. Debauchery and ridiculousness, as we always do. Just Daniel sitting in. Yes, sir. This guy is actually getting comfortable. You're, you're getting a nice little. Um, you're getting a nice curvature in the chair right now. Not too bad. Every week we'll get better and better. That's what we'll do. <laughs> That's right. You just don't get a little bit more relaxed. You look a little bit more hunched over this week. You're like a stressful <laughs> week or some shit. Absolutely, of course. Work was bad like that. We don't want to talk about that. Yes, why not? People don't know where the fuck we work at. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll no. get to it. I'll tell you. But other than that, make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the like and group page, TRSS, the regular season sportscast on Facebook, the like and group page. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santee and on the YouTube at regular season sportscast. And make sure you check us out all podcasts, all sports subject, everything you'll need to know is all on the run umbrella, rageworks.net, Rage Works.net is where you get everything under the sun. You don't need to go anywhere else. You want comic book shit? We got it there. TV shit? We're there. Video games? Sports? It's all there. Why go anywhere else? Call me when it's over. Turbuckle Tabloid. Variant issue. Black is the new black. And of course, TRSS. It's all there. Why go anywhere else? Rageworks.net. And make sure you bookmark us here at TRSSpodcast.com. You put it on your phone. You know when the download is ready. We're covered on everything. iTunes, Stitcher, um, Mi Gente, Black Planet. <laughs> Whoever you want. AOL Messenger, whatever. We all there. Check us out. So um, don't go anywhere. So yeah, just just Daniel. This is the first time that Just Daniel is actually sitting here during the opening salvo segment of the show. This is where I would usually um I would say go off on my personal spiel, what what I usually would do. I've learned more about you the last three salvos that I've listened to <laughs> <laughs> than in three years that I've seen you. <laughs> Listen, and that's that's the tip of the iceberg of the iceberg. I've gotten phone calls. It's like really? Really, really, this is what you're doing on your show these days. This is what you're doing, and I'm like, yeah, but nobody knows I'm talking about you. But that's what happens when you have a show. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, but you know what? Though I have to also be another thing where I have to be more um, concerning about other people's feelings, and um, I'm working on it. 
Well, you're you're you're, <laughs> you're maturing, it. you're growing, yeah. you're progressing, you're well into your forties now, and you're doing your thing. Okay, I'm not well <laughs> into my forties. All right, don't make me seem like I'm fucking uh, um uh, like Alex Rodriguez status and shit. I'm I'm. I'm in my early 40s stages. Listen, if I'm 40 and I'm still bagging Jennifer Lopez, I'll be in my 40s. You're right. Then I should be Alex Rodriguez. You Why are, not? You are correct. You are correct, sir. I'm serious AF. <laughs> but my 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 whole thing is like I I get it. Like sometimes you know what it is, and I and I guess it's just me being an only child. I need attention. I need a lot. Only of child, attention. really? Yeah, I'm an only for my mother. I'm an only child. I was I'm, raised by myself. I, I have siblings for my father, but I'm an only child by myself. Yeah, I have other siblings for my father too. Look like they took the same path. Yeah, but I'm, I'm actually from my mother's side. I'm actually the only son. Oh, you're the only. So as a, a, are you a middle so, child? Middle child, but I was I, I was oh, the only boy. So I was the, you're the you know, mistake, probably. <laughs> but I was pampered. I was pampered. All the all the women took care of me. You know. Oh, so yeah, you're the only boy. You're the yeah. king. That's right. spoiled. You're the, yeah, the king. Yeah, they call me the prince. I don't know why they don't call me the king, yeah, but they don't call be. me the prince. The king, because I my little king. I love my little lagging king. That's my puppy. I love him. Your mother doesn't talk like that, right? No, no, no. <laughs> my, my my mother, God rest, she's Spanish, uh-huh. but she never taught me Spanish. Yeah. So I don't speak fluent Spanish. <laughs> That's, you know, that fuck. So I'm the typical New York Rican. And let me tell you, Rosetta Stone, Rosetta Stone is a expensive fucking uh, program. That shit is a pain in the ass. You know how many times I've thought about buying it? Yeah. Jesus. I tell you, but I tell you, it's it's kind of it's kind of worth it though. But the, the 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 Spanish they'll teach you is not the one that we speak. Yeah, because they'll be like, "The fuck are you talking?" So you want me to go back to my motherland yeah. speaking Spain Spaniard Spanish Spaniard the the king's language over there and shit is like, yeah, uh, no, that's not gonna work. It's funny because my uh, my lady she's um she's from a South uh, I always say South South American, but it's actually Central American. And when I hear her speak Spanish, it kind of sounds like she doesn't know what she's saying. Yeah. But is that she does? Yeah, and it's almost like, oh, you're cute, you're trying. Yeah, but it's 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 really she's fluent. But there's value in being fluent. At least people yeah. know what you're saying. I picked it up at the job. I mean, my grandparents when I was raised, when when they were because my mother worked so many hours, my grandparents raised me, and they only spoke to me in Spanish. But That's I, how you learn. But I never replied. I never had to reply to them. In what Spanish. did you say? Did you talk back in sign language? I, no. What did you do? <laughs> I did Morse code. I was banging. My, 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 um, my grandfather was a sailor. He was a Navy. So, yeah, everything had to be like done particularly different with my grandparents. They always made everything so difficult. My grandfather, once he stepped off the plane, he turned around and looked at the other fucking native Puerto Ricans and was like, all right, now get the fuck off my country. I'm American now. So you don't belong here anymore. Get the oh, fuck out. Man. He hated Puerto Rico. Really? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't a big fan of it. He never went back. Yeah, that a similar problem. Mother in Spanish always spoke to me in English, straight mm-hmm. English. I had a grandmother who spoke to me in only Spanish, just like yours did. But when I was very young, you know, she had a stroke and, you know, she, she never recovered. So I been speaking to and spoken to in English my whole life. Jesus Christ, you have like a disaster story. You're talking about your grandmother had a stroke, your mother Tell passed me. away. Jesus <laughs> Christ. The fuck is the tissues at? What the fuck? Did no, this she's actually a- my mom's actually still around. That's oh no, no, you, you, oh, no, oh, sorry, because the way you said he was like God rest her soul, I thought you were talking about your mother. Yeah, no, no, I gotta say God rest, man, because my my mom's very religious. Oh, oh so okay. since I don't go, oh, thank you. Sure, I, thought time- was, I thought it was fucking Doctor Phil for a second. I said, no, shit, no, this is no. TRSS here. <laughs> but um, you're 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 a Brooklyn boy. Yes, born and raised. Uh, when when what was the draw? Was that around? 
Uh, no, he wasn't around. He didn't live with us, but he was never more. He was always a phone call away. Oh, okay. you know. So I'm not gonna, you know, can't bash him. Me, can't bash him. Yeah, you should. You should hear an episode when I bash the shit out yeah, of my no, father. No, child's, <laughs> no, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's episode 89, people. That's <laughs> You know the number like that? Is no, it really 89? Something around. It's, not, it's a Father's Day episode. I really... oh, okay. <laughs> Some shit like that. Fuck yeah, no, I can't, uh, I can't bash him. But who was it that introduced... I mean, who was it that really introduced you into sports? Like, where did, where did your, your, your passion for sports... Did you play as a kid? Yeah, I played, I played as a kid. You know, when I was young, it was basketball. Basketball was my first love. And um, since uh, I knew I wasn't going to be that tall or that fast, I'm, I'm about 5'7 right now and about... 210 pounds but so. he looks good girls don't worry about it he's taken but he looks good girls. <laughs> yeah right. so so i have a, i have a really good jump shot so i um basketball i played some junior pony baseball and um i'm currently in a football league so those are my three main sports oh never, shit that's why i stay active shit. No, i have to god forbid if i don't stay active listen you're Puerto Rican. Pounds. you're not fucking mexican you don't have to go into the soccer not too deep you're yeah, right yeah. You're, you're, you're good <laughs> Although it is it is transitioning the, you know. the 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 most beautiful game is now transitioning. Yeah, I still like whatever. My daughter went. She took a soccer class a few years ago. She kicked the ball around. I was like, "You like it?" She said, "Yeah." You want to go back next week? No, I'm good. All right. <laughs> yeah, my daughter too, who's nine. She her first love was soccer. I bought her a soccer ball, and since I never played it, I was trying to Google and YouTube some footwork yeah. tricks. And uh, long story short. I was put on IR for a week. I fell on my tailbone. Oh my and, uh, God. you know, it was a long story short. Lesson, lesson learned. Lesson so I said, learned. I told the baby, you got to pick a different sport because daddy doesn't know this one. So how was it that, that the draw came in for sports? Like, what was it that um the first, like, what was the first team that that, that brought you in? You said you loved basketball. Was it, Knicks, it was the Knicks? Knicks I'm, I'm a diehard Knicks fan, unfortunately. I'm a diehard Mets fan and I'm a diehard Jets fan. Neither I'm 31 years old. Neither one of those teams... Have won a championship since the year I was born, 1986, the Mets. So, hey, the, hey listen, the Mets, the Mets came close. And they all have the same problem, incompetent mm-hmm. owners. All right. So. I've always said, I've, I've said the Mets is probably the most racist team in baseball besides the Red Sox. You think so? Yeah. Racist in terms of what? Because when Manaya was here, we had a whole bunch of Spanish players. Yeah, Spanish. Where's the African-American players at? Davos Strawberry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had, we, we had, a, we had a, a nice little run there in the 80s because, remember, that's when the... Um, we were winning. That's what it was. Yeah. And as soon as you know, when when we get the lasting millages who came, who would come in, you know, we would get you know, um, oh my God, I can't get another player. That comes but but to the my head. Met, the Mets. But the, once that happens, and you got a guy like him, and he's a spark plug, and they have the fans behind him, it's like get him out, get him out, right? Get him out. I think the I think the the Mets are equal opportunity bad employer. You know. <laughs> We gave Jay, we've given Mo Vaughn a bad contract, Babby Bonilla a bad contract. Yep. We've given white players bad contracts. You know, we give them out equally. Yeah, it's trickled off. But I've always said it. I said if you look down the line, it's like every time you get a nice, a nice lock. The only one that we had locked in for for a couple of years was Grandison, and then he was gone. Well, Grandison was actually a real good professional, right? So you know, oh, he was he was upstanding. He was an uppity. Uh, up, <laughs> he was <laughs> so, an upstanding one. So. Yeah, but that's you know that's what it's about. Me, I've been a uh, diehard Met Giant fan, and a um, I was a Nick fan until uh, the late nineties, early two thousands, and then I was just like, you know what, fuck them, I can't do it anymore. You gave up on them? I gave up. I couldn't do it anymore. Wow. I couldn't do it anymore. It was so. It was. So you know hard. what? I'm not. You gonna, would think I would give up the Mets, but I didn't. I, it's the. You know the what? I respect that. But I you know why? That. You know why I did it also is because around that era, it began. The game started changing to where you didn't have any more 
players who were committed to one team anymore. Everybody okay. became journeymen. Everybody started bouncing off to different teams. So you never really had that homegrown player anymore. I can see that. So it's like, you know, when we had the Knicks, when we had the Starks, the Ewings, the Oakleys, and when we had that, that essence that it was our, you know, we, we knew already then, Definitely. like four years Ron in, Harper. Who was there? Charles Oakley. Derek Harper. Um, uh, uh, what did I say? Ron Harper? From Ron the Bulls? Harper. Okay. Uh, Derek Harper. Derek Harper. We used to call him Swanee because whenever he put his on his hand like a swan whenever he <laughs> shot the ball. Uh, you know, you, we 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 had we had it to a oh I remember fucking Hubie was a uh, uh, Hubie Williams uh, all these fucking guys Charles Smith Charles Smith oh, oh my god I remember god. that fucking game go up go up put the ball in the fucking exactly. basket but um yeah I couldn't do it anymore like I really can I was like I just wanted to say fuck the Knicks you know I really respect that man because I'm I, I wouldn't do it. I'm a loyal person. I got to ride and die with my team. It is what it is. But I respect you holding your teams to a higher right. standard. Right. I respect that. Yeah, and and if they don't perform, move on. And, and that and the fact, like I said, it just becomes... Like, even now, I'm not a team guy. I, I And I kid you not. I told people, and my boy will tell you, uh, before Golden State was Golden State, mm -hmm. when uh, Mark Jackson had them, yeah. I said, I like this team. Yeah. I've always I said, I like this team. I like what they're doing. Well, we, we, we were one spot behind the drafting of... Uh, Stephen Curry. Steph Curry. You know, we had D'Antoni as our coach, coach. at that time. We were going to draft him. Right. And I'm like, when they, when they, all the pieces started coming together, I, I, started, I said, I like this kid. I like this team. I like what they did with this kid. You know, he had his, in his injuries early on. And I said, no, nah, watch him bounce back. And um, they started putting pieces. When they got rid of Mark Jackson, I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, man. Do you think they would have been as successful yes. as they are now yes. if Mark Jackson was yes. the coach? The only thing was yes. is that Mark Jackson was not a company guy. He wasn't a company he guy. He wasn't yeah. a company guy. That was a knock on him. And I really think that um, they should have given him a ring when they won the championship. They really? Yeah, they should have given it to him. That's his well, team. You think so? That you was know, his Je team. You know, Jerry West truly manufactured that team. He drafted Draymond in the second round, and he and he found uh, Clay Thompson. He traded for Clay Thompson. Traded for Clay Thompson. And, and he he also denied the trade on the table when everyone in the organization wanted to trade Clay and mm -hmm. bring in Kevin Love. He said, "No, I like this guy, Clay." Yeah. And, so and got to give Jerry West some credit. Of course, Jerry West. He's the he's one of the biggest masterminds behind the scenes that a lot of people don't fucking recognize. And I probably hold, he's with the Clippers now. Yeah, and I hold him to and look at how they're, they're becoming playing well. And I hold him to a higher standard than I even would hold Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson, coaching wise, fine. You did the triangle off is great. Whatever mm -hmm. he did, you would you were the wizard of that and all that everything. But as a GM, ugh. yeah, <laughs> so, it didn't go so good. Ugh. But what else brought you into sports? Like uh, you, like you said, you're a football fan and um. Yeah. Football is one of those games that it becomes once winter time, the fall season comes, it becomes universal. And a lot of people, especially in the hood, we, we get drawn to it because you see guys playing it in the street. Yeah. And is that how you got into it? Of course. Yeah. Playing it on, on a one way, uh, catching passes and hitting, running into cars. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, there, there's a, there's a love with the, with the physical, with, with basketball, it's about skill. It's about the artistry. With football, it's about the toughness. And mm -hmm. as a, as a young boy growing up, you want to prove yourself to be a tough guy. I mm -hmm. mean, the, the, all of us, right? Yeah. I guess. When I was, um, I would, I would always play uh, street ball, you know, snow, winter days come out. We always had the ball ready to go. Uh, you know, you always pick sides. I was never the biggest. I was always, uh, never the fastest but i always knew the game exactly that's one thing i can say like even to this day like i know the game like if you put me in a scheme i know how to block i know what slots to go into a slots i know how to roll the post how to defend to the line like i know or oh, i learned all that exactly and i have to say there's one individual that had schooled me into a lot of things and he ended up being like a big brother to me my boy doby he was like the biggest inspiration when it came to sports i ran everything i like i did with sports ran through him 
Okay. Yeah. And uh, even since I'm like the godfather, I mean, basically, I'm, I am, but I am the godfather to his son. And like, it, it was one of those things that you can you appreciate later on that you have somebody around like did you have right. anybody like in your in your circle like that friends around or, or people like that yeah no i did i mean with every sport there was probably a different one with basketball it was one of my best friends who groomed me and and trained me and and beat me every day we played one on one every day for about a 10 to 15 year stretch and i only beat him twice one on one and it was with the kareem hook shot so um <laughs> you know you got to have that you got to have that and you got to give that and 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 we're very similar in that aspect where i also Due to my physical limitations, I had to one know the game, mm-hmm. two play with passion, and three be be give something extra to the team in terms of leadership, positivity, and that's why I um I I respect teams and players that do that now. Yeah, you know? what do you do now that you're playing football? You're older. You're older now. You're not that old. You're not much older. You're in your early thirties. You're you're playing. Uh, was it two hand rough? Yeah, we play seven on seven. It's actually one hand tag. It's kind of yeah. It's one kinda, hand tag. It's one hand tag. That man. sounds it's, like some fucking forty five and over league or some shit it, like it, that. There, there are older people in that league, but there are some younger guys in their twenties too. But um, it's um, believe it or not, it's it's still whatever football you play, flag football yeah. touch. It's still competitive. Yeah. I still leave there with bruises and aches and pains because you catch the ball you you fall on the floor our quarterback has a cannon there's sometimes where i got a bruise on my chest catching mm-hmm. a pass uh through eight games this year i got seven touchdowns so i'm very I proud fight, of that bitch. you I'm let him know a very productive I season Wait, hold on where's my where's my, <laughs> i gotta i gotta toot your horn motherfucker where they at i'm oh. in the consideration for mvp of the team that's right call the cops because he's robbing you Definitely. He's man. robbing the fucking league of that MVP. But you know what? You know what it is? We have a set of plays that is based on spacing and cohesion and right. running the right plays. And I've been with this team seven, eight years and I know all the damn plays and I run them to perfection. When you use the word like cohesion, yeah, it, it fucking it, it sounds impressive. Like, Bring it together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I hear that, I go, oh, he knows what he's talking about. I try. I try. So, um, that's just a little glimpse of just Daniel, guys. When we come back, uh, we have this week's rant and, of course, our wrestling, uh, wrestling run. I'm thinking I'm in, uh, Termical Tabloid. That was yesterday. Uh, and, uh, talking sports and shit. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be back. This is The Will, and you're listening to TRSS. Try to make it look like if I have a budget here, so I bring some music on board. I love it. It's, 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 I I I, I want to give that ambiance of like we're in like a big studio with lights and fucking teleprompters telling us until you, know, you get put on TV. This is a big studio. We're going we're going five. We're going on in five. <laughs> the red light is going. It says on air. Everything's going off. You're playing big fucking music in the background, like big things, big things. But no, we're sitting at my table watching you. Fucking college football and you guys arguing about Dallas and Philly. That's 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 what real men do. Uh, Just Daniel in the building with Joey Sykes. These guys are sitting right back in here, sirs. We're gonna be doing uh this week's rant. This week's rant was actually one that uh I came across and there was an article that came up about uh potential NFL Hall of Famers. We're looking at players who are still playing the game right now, who given probably the next five, six years, who will be um 
sitting sitting with that that was it that yellow jacket that that gold jacket. That's, that's, that's what the whole the thing one that Chad Johnson wore. Yeah, that one. That, wait, did he didn't? Did he wear one? He's not making this <laughs> Do you think Chad Johnson should get a? No, but I think Terrell Owens should be. Terrell Owens definitely should should definitely should get in there. Definitely, I think yeah. I think they have um, blackballed. I don't think it's the, not blackballed, but they they pigeonholed him to be. They did, and rightfully so. You know why he shouldn't be? He shouldn't be? He shouldn't have made it in the first round. No. He needs That's to be discredited. Crazy. He had to be discredited. An amazing talent should be a Hall of Famer, is a Hall of Famer. He had to be discredited because of the cancerous attitude he brought to every team that he played for. Yeah, but he was tremendous when he was on the field. And he like, was entertaining, man. Yeah, so, he was you know, he was so, tremendous. And, and he's putting up the numbers. By That's way, what I, counts. Ah, oh, man, when when the whole Dallas standing on the star and... Oh, I, so entertaining, yes. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and coming back from a broken clavicle... Uh, in a short period of time, to and the way he performed in that Super Bowl, Wait, he broke his ankle or something like that. No, I think it was a collarbone. No, 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 in the he collarbone. Had screws on his ankles. Right? It was a collarbone. Was I believe. No, I think he's right. I think it was a collar, the collarbone. See. It was the collarbone, and he came back in the Super Bowl, and he put up 100 plus yards, six mm-hmm. plus receptions, and a touchdown, and they almost beat the Patriots. Yeah, and he was, and he was still playing hurt. He and McNabb like, didn't throw up mm-hmm. in the huddle. <laughs> exactly, fucking um, on any given Sunday. That was Jamie Fox. He's <laughs> throwing up in the huddle. So they have a they have a listing here of potential. Uh, I have a list here. You have you have a couple of players there. Yourself. Anyone out there that you have on that list that sticks out out of your mind? That's like besides Tom Brady. We know that already. Well, I'm going to talk about one player that hold I on love on this list. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Troy Aikman's not Owens, on this it list. Took Owens. It took Owens seven weeks. To get over a broken leg and tore a critical ligament in his right ankle. Oh, he played with screws and it put up ankle, 100 yeah, and some change in that Super Bowl. That's why Joey Sykes is here, so he could do the research. I tried I, I try, I try to. <laughs> Good job. I tried to. But yeah. You got over on Just Daniel but right now. <laughs> just, just, just because of that? Yeah. But even so, that's like amazing for a fucking guy like that. 100 and something yards in the Super Bowl. But he'll get and in. And he's though. a wide receiver. But he'll get in, though. I, I, I know. They'll, they'll give it to him. No, he'll get in. But but he had to be he had to take a seat for and a I year. Gotta, and I gotta see who was put who who's who who made the Hall of Fame this year that beat him out. This gotta, year was um 2017 Hall of Fame. No, they actually had some real fucking they had some talent up there this year. Yeah, he was a he was a tremendous player, no doubt about it. I hope but there he was, was no a cancer. He was there, a I'm cancer in the locker room. I hope he there couldn't, was no kickers in there. There was He couldn't get, he couldn't oh, get involved. God. He couldn't get him uh, along with Donovan McNabb. He had a problem oh. with Andy Reid. Okay, he, he always griped and groaned for the ball. He was great, but he was a cancer it's in the my locker. Quarterback, man, it's my and he quarterback. cried for Romo. Okay, that's, yeah, that's okay. My... So you have Kurt Warner there. Hmm. Can we address these uh, yeah, current sure. active Hall of Fame players? Because I just want one player in, in particular stood out to me. The, the 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 manliest of manliest pro football players, the toughest guys in the field. Morgan Anderson, Adam Vinatieri, <laughs> twenty two years. Kicker for the Colts, 22. This is his 22nd season. This is his 22nd NFL yeah. season. Okay? He's made how many how many field goals do you think he's made in a, his career? A billion. He's made 542 <laughs> field goals. Astronomical. You know what percentage of field goals he makes? 84%. Four Super Bowls. Three of them, the Patriots won by a field goal. He hit the game-winning field so, goal on three. In the playoffs, just, he's me... made 57 out of 61 attempts, he including, is the most, extra, including extra points. The most clutch kicker of all time. So, mm-hmm. here, I'm just going to... Not to mention the tuck rule game against the Raiders in the snow. Wait, so... 40-plus yards. So, you mean he's better than Morton Anderson? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Wait a minute. Does T.O. Morton Anderson be out Terrell Owens? 
in this class. Okay. As well as he Hold should. On. More than that. More, more than that. He's a kicker. Yeah. Um, I, I have no. I, he scored, I hate kickers. He's, he has scored go. more points than Terrell Owens. Yeah, because he played like three times. <laughs> His career was like three times Listen, longer than T.O. If it wasn't for longevity. If it wasn't for longevity and consistency. He's a kicker. Okay. Kickers Terrell have, Davis. Kickers Terrell have Davis. Listen, Terrell kick, Davis. Kickers win games, man. Terrell, Terrell Davis, right? Terrell Davis should be in there. No, nobody says he's not. He shouldn't. He should be in there. Kenny Easley. He's an owner. What is his argument over here? I don't know where. I think, no. What is his is, argument? Nobody's, nobody's arguing I against that. I think T.O. should have been in this year. They yeah. weren't going to give yeah. it to him this yeah, year. Yeah, no. but, but so now my my thing is. He's going to get in. Boyd Anderson beat T.O. this year. Of course year he did. Because yes, he, he, he wasn't a rabble rouser. Terrell yeah. Davis beat him out. Kenny Easley is a safety. Yeah, but the, those guys. Kenny Easley had an amazing. Yeah, but you know why? You know why? Kenny Easley had no, an amazing. No, I like Kenny Easley. Yes, but Joe, you know why? But this was this was Terrell Owens' first year on the ballot. Those other guys, it wasn't their first yeah. year. How long is Moyne Anderson about the league? More than five years. This wasn't their first year, so they didn't Moyne make it Anderson on their first year. I'm against kickers. They didn't I'm, make I'm, it. So I'm, I'm against kickers. They, isn't your kicker Dan Bailey the most accurate? Kicker yeah, I didn't say he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I never say he's a Hall of Famer. If he keeps kicking the way he's kicking, he will be one day. Then you could then you could the say Damian Tomlinson, Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor was great. The Damian Tomlinson was great. Yeah, the Damian Tomlinson is great. I got his jersey in the house. He's really good. Jerry Jones. Okay, he's a Hall of Famer. Huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who? Tio. That's what I'm saying. He beat out Tio. Tio's gonna get there, but he deserves to take a seat for a year. Okay. Okay. There's there's something to be said about being a good teammate. Okay. His listening to your coach. uh, His numbers are insane. His so, number T.O.'s numbers are insane. So you have Vinatieri going in as the the automatic, like you, besides Tom Brady. They should just put Vinatieri in the Hall of Fame now That's while he's it. still on the clock. Just, just, just let him let him kick his way to the Hall of Fame. What's <laughs> four Super Bowls? Three of, them he, him, uh, yeah. three of them he hit the game he's winners like, for. So, Vinatieri's good. He's not a team. Let me let me throw one because I have the list here for uh, for Fox Sports. They have um, by team. Um, let me let's let's just throw this one out right now. Let's get the debate going right now. Points. Josh, Josh McCown, yes, and. Fuck your points. <laughs> Eli Manning, go. I don't think so. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, two Super Bowl wins. You know? Two Super Bowl wins in New York? Two and Super he's not Bowl in the Hall of Fame? No, nah, he's... That's what it, Played eh. the most consecutive game so far behind Adam Let's talk Rogers about Eli Manning. Eh. 49,814 passing yards for his career. 330 touchdowns. Okay, two of the greatest playoff runs in NFL history. 2007, you know they won four straight games in the playoffs. You know all four of them were on the road. On the road. Do you know he threw six touchdowns and not one interception in that playoff game? In 2011, he bests it. Those for 1,300 yards in four games all on the road. Nine touchdowns, one pick. Not only did he do this, he knocks down Tom Brady, Belichick, and the New England Patriots twice. He did it. Oh, no, un- it one was wasn't a, for Eli Manning. Great. And one was for an undefeated season. If it wasn't for Eli Manning, great defense. Tom Brady would have a statue. Great defense in our nation's capital right now. <laughs> He'd have seven <laughs> Super Bowls. It's great, it's great defense. Okay. Giants had a great okay. defense. I'm not saying I'm not knocking you. They had a really great defense. Understand, Eli. Ha- Eli's not really the best. Regular and Tom Brady's not thrown against Eli. Understand. Okay, Tom Brady's yeah, no, thrown against the yeah. defense. Tom Brady left both those games with the lead. Okay, so, you know, not, not, of, not of Tom Brady's fault. Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said about Eli Manning when the lights shine the bright. By the way, they didn't lose that game last year in Green Bay because of Eli Manning. They lost it because of Butterfinger, Odell Beckham, Beckham yeah. and uh, the Bow Party distraction. So 
There's something to be said about the clutchness of playing, shining brightest on the brightest of lights, and Eli Manning does it. I've always said that um, a lot of a lot of interceptions that go Eli's way has always been a lot of uh, tip drills and a lot of fucking um, miscommunication between the receivers not running the routes that that is going. Because Eli is the one thing that I always hated about Eli early on, especially around the regular season Super Bowl uh, time, was I always thought he tried to emulate his game after his brother. He always wanted to go under the fucking center, do massive check downs like Peyton would do, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, if he would take that element out and start just playing, he looked better. And a lot of times he did do that, and he looked like the solid Hall of Famer because, let's be honest, so, he is going to be a Hall of Famer. So here's yeah. his, yeah. his, his one thing. First ballot, first year? No. Over, over 14 NFL season, Eli Manning has thrown a total of 215 career passing interceptions, which is an average of 16 interceptions per season. Okay. Yeah. He's not a great and this uh, listen, I'll, I'll make a I'll make okay, a point two touchdowns. I'll make okay. a point to your argument, Mr. Sykes. I'll make a point to your argument. I believe to be a good quarterback, you have to complete at least sixty percent of your passes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta be better than fifty fifty. Right. Okay. Eli for his career has completed only fifty nine point eight percent of his passes. He's not a great regular season quarterback, but He's a fantasy guy. He'll get, you, he'll get you fantasy points, though. 24.6 passing touchdowns per season. For a couple of years, he's been a good power. He's been a good guy to get some he's fantasy been points. Okay. Yeah. 24 touchdowns per season. Yeah. He's, he's not a great regular season touchdowns. quarterback. He's not. But the, I'll take him in a playoff game. By the way, um, Dan Marino in the Hall of Fame? Love him. Yeah. The whole, in the whole, of yeah, course. Definitely. Hall of Fame? Of definitely. course. Any Super Bowls? None. None. You know he went to the Super Bowl as a rookie, never went back. Yeah. But he's an amazing talent. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't correlate it either way. But he Good needs point. a team too. I mean, those Miami teams were disgusting. He had it. Please. Him and. Okay, okay, hold on. Name me his wide receivers right now. Let's see if we can. What was, what was the. His, uh, what, we can't start with the was. No, no. What, the, the biggest connection was Marino to who? To Snowflake, the dolphin on Ace Ventura. Remember the end of the movie? He threw the pass to Snowflake and he found him and him and Ace saved the day. <laughs> I know he had um this guy's Ingram. He had Ingram as a receiver, right? That's one. Mm. What's the other receiver? I mean, what's his defense? Like he had nobody, and I felt so bad. Dan Marino, Marino. Dan Marino was that, also cocky. He also argued with his coaches, and he never wanted to run the ball. He would always check out of place. The only and guy throw he was cocky well. with. The only guy he was cocky with was the guy who won the Super Bowl for Dallas. That's why. Other than that, he was not. He wasn't a cocky guy, and rightfully so. If he was cocky, rightfully so. No, he's one. Of, he's he's probably the most talented quarterback I've ever seen play. Arm talent, uh, uh, size. Um, he could run. He was mobile. He would throw with accuracy. Marino was a true talent. He had a gun. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. He did have a gun. Now it's funny they have here on this list. They have um, Los, me, An- Los Angeles Chargers. Who do you think they had Fox Sports had on their list? Oh, Philip Rivers, Mister Bolo wearing tie himself. You know he has like nine kids. Yeah. Who who do you think they had on the list? San Diego? Yeah. Well, LA, because they're the LA Chargers now. Who's where you San been at? Diego? You, you, where you been at? You know that they did move. Antonio right? Gates? No, no, he didn't move, but... They have Antonio Gates oh, over he, Phillip Rivers. Yeah, he, yeah he's... Well, yeah, but... Definitely. But the, that, but that, that goes to show you got two guys on your team that's like... Yeah, and they've never... And he's never made it to the second round or, or the AFC championship, But right? Phillip Rivers is one of those guys that people, you always hear is on the fence on whether yeah. or not he should be up and there. And Eli, for, for, for all we say about Eli, he made the greatest audible of all time telling the Chargers, I don't want to go play for your dysfunctional franchise. <laughs> okay? Greatest move of all time. Well, his father probably did it, but greatest move of all time. 
Um, who who else did you have that you see that they had? Let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you a question, uh, Jay. Is Ben Roethlisberger a Hall of Famer? <sighs> How many Super Bowls he has? Two. So Two. you gotta put him in there, no? He he won. Yeah, he is. He won. But you know what's funny is that yeah, of course yeah, he won of course one he as is. a rookie. Yeah, he won one as a rookie. But you know what you know what's crazy about it is that people are gonna judge him on his last few years than what he had co- collectively, which is mm-hmm. which means some of you guys are gonna need to start bowing out the fuck, you know, start bowing out gracefully and leaving the game instead of just trying to oh I got one more year in me. No, no, Roethlisberger, yes, Roethlisberger it will be in. A, in yeah, the because we both could say Pittsburgh had a great defense, right? Those mm-hmm. Super Bowl runs, right? They have really good defenses, right? You know, one of the most difficult quarterbacks to bring down. He would, he would, uh, yeah, like the a plays. fucking lumberjack. I mean, come yeah. on, he shit. played with Hall of Famers. He played with better. He did always he played but, with, uh, but but with Pittsburgh, what I think about is so much talent, and they underperform year after year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Okay, they haven't won a championship in the last few years. Kyle was very highly emotional. They got the best, the best wide receiver and best running back, arguably in the game. And they're at, and and that division should be always should be a lock for them. But that's the problem. They play down to their competition yeah. too many times. Too many times. It's true. Yeah. Who else do you have on there? Mister Von Miller, defensive end, the Broncos. Is it too yeah. early for him? Or uh, he's been in the league. This is his seventh season, and he already has eighty and a half sacks. That's that's huge for and, his position. And, yeah. And and I'm not going to devalue what Peyton Manning did because we see Brock couldn't do it, and we see Simeon can't do it. But he he almost single handedly. Won them that Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, and he gives Brady fits every time they play them, mm. and he has to be double teamed. You have to game plan around him. The boys had uh, nineteen forced fumbles, and he's been one of the top pass rushers in his era. And name me a better pass rusher right now than Von Miller one on one. No, you you said it. it, it it's it's he 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 causes a lot of trouble, and and I see. Um, that's another thing you think about. Seven years in, we we before the mics went on, we discussed Richard Sherman, who's uh for for his position. Would, oh, yeah. he, would, would he be considered a uh, Hall of Famer at this point? Richard Sherman, he's also in his seventh year, and I'm kind of on the fence about Richard Sherman. I think if he plays a few more years, he'll eventually get into the Hall of Fame, but I'm not ready to put him in there just as yet. He had he was he's surrounded by a tremendous supporting cast: Earl Thomas, who's also on this list, and Cam Chancellor. So, you know, he only plays one side of the field. He doesn't follow receivers mm. like my boy Darrell Rivas. But um, he's a very intelligent player. He's tough. He doesn't back down. And um, I think a couple of more years he'll warrant that Hall of Fame status. Uh, we, I also see here someone that you talked about earlier, which uh, definitely should be, I think who will be probably first on uh, first ballot is on Terrell Suggs. Love him. Love him. Yeah. This guy's played. Hot. This guy plays, this is his 15th NFL season. 15. You know what the average NFL lifespan is? The average career in the NFL? Mm. Three and a half years. Yeah. So hard. They dropped, they dropped significantly like in the past 10 years. Yeah, yeah, so hard, so hard. You can't stay healthy anymore. For Dallas, who do you think they had They, they had up there as a... As, Future Hall of Famer? Yeah. Oh my God, such a young team. You would Dez. have to put Jason Witten. There that's you go, first. Jason Witten. They had up there. That's definitely that's automatic. Yeah, another that's, another that's iron automatic. horse guy. Yeah, he's he goes in there that's with that class of like Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, you know he's yeah. he's been a special very durable, player. Very you know, and he's got short hands, soft hands. I remember that playoff game against I think it was Seattle two years ago, and he's already old. It was a big third down and eight, and he ran. He jogged. He's not even running anymore. He jogged. He has no yaks. Yeah, he, he jogged. No yaks. He catches the ball. He <laughs> yeah. falls eight yards and just gave a little shimmy to the right to a young defensive. 
linebacker, oh, and he yeah. shook him out of his shoes and, and caught the first down from Dak. He's amazing. Yeah, he's Witten, so smart. Yeah, Wayne's a very smart player, man. That's yeah. why he's lasted so long. Your thoughts about uh, Drew Brees? First Hall ballot, of Famer. First ballot, Hall first of Famer. Ballot. Yeah. And you know what? The whole landscape of the NFL changed when Breeze became a free agent and left San Diego because they, they had Phillip Rivers. Mm. And remember, he went down well, to Miami. Him, right? Didn't San Diego, ch- they chose to, to, to just let him walk because of that injury. They, they chose because they also had Phillip Rivers and he and Drew Breeze was coming off an injury. Yeah. And, and the whole landscape of the NFL changed. He went and interviewed down in Miami. Mm-hmm. And Miami, and who was the coach of Miami at the time? Nick Saban. Saban yeah. And Nick Saban, they interviewed... And they gave him a physical, and they interviewed Drew Brees. And you know who else they interviewed and chose over Drew Brees? Dante Culpepper. Imagine, right, if, yeah. imagine if Brees signed with Miami. Yeah. Right. Would the Patriots still be the same? Mm-hmm. Does Miami have any Super Bowl rings? Is the former offensive line coach doing cocaine? I don't know what happens if Drew Brees <laughs> goes there. I think the cocaine thing was still that being might have played. Stayed. But, that might have stayed. But everything else, the, the landscape would have changed. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Because, look, just you added Drew Brees to the Saints. And already it bumped them up already, fucking three positions in the in the division. Yes, it, it, yeah. and, and that was and that's a that's a division. And he's that, an undersized quarterback. And that was a, and that was a, that was a division that needed a spark. We we had a big disagreement this week. Me and my my good friend over here, Mister Sykes. <laughs> we had a big One disagreement. Okay, veering off the topic a little bit, but in relation to Drew Brees, Sean Payton. Do you think Sean Payton is an elite NFL coach right now? Um, I think he had a moment. Where he was on that precipice of getting there until that big shit happened at, at New England and it actually tarnished him a little bit more. Um, I think he's working his way back to getting there again. But I think also a lot of the play calling. Is that was not- my argument though. I'm sorry. That yeah, yeah. was my argument. That was, uh, this guy's argument. Okay. But I like Payne. I mean, I like Payne. But I think, but I think, five. but I think, but I think he's on, he's, he's on, he's climbing his way back in because it was yeah, tarnished for a I, while. I tend to have you a, think a top I, five. You think a top five coach? As of right now? Yeah, right now. Right now. Active I, active coaches in the league yeah, right now? Active coaches yeah. right now. Active. active. Yeah, yeah, you could you could say top five yeah. right now. Yeah. I, I said I also agreed too, but I thought it was borderline. Because I, I think in today's NFL you need an offensive coach mm. because the the, the the rules are so tailored towards offensive players. Mm-hmm. But um I think on his watch a lot of things have happened. The um the the bounty gate and the um prescription drug medication mm-hmm. thing. But um I do think he's a good coach. I don't think he's an elite coach. Um, one more for you, and Dominic and Sue, who's on this list? Yes, I and saw. And Dominic and Sue, do you think he's a Hall of Famer right now? He's tarnished because of his of his attitude and his what reputation. Does he have? So, what's his stats now? Like, well, what, what does he have? Eighth season, two hundred and seventy three tackles, forty nine and a half sacks. He's only missed two games in his career, and they were both for suspensions. suspensions. By the way, what, what is that ranked in though? Now, like that's just. I don't. I just. I don't know. I've never. Been I think guy, that. But... I think he's problematic. But I'm, I'm saying probably like in a good way because he's another guy that whatever defense you put him in, mm-hmm. he lifts it up. Listen, he does. When he he went to Miami, all of a sudden you see everybody else is, it got hyped up around it. You yeah. know they, they you know that 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 linebacker and that that um, that lineman core just stepped up a little bit more. Uh, when he was in Detroit, that, D- Detroit didn't have an offense, but you could know that you go you went into Detroit, you had to play. You had to play their defense. That's right. They were Automatic. mean. They were nasty. Yeah, yeah, that you knew you had to. So I think with him there, that edge is. A, I think maybe not first ballot. I see him maybe probably two, maybe three years down okay, the line. Yeah. Well, well, I view well, him like Sherman, probably a few more years. But there's no question. He's a he's a top tier defensive tackle in the game right now. He puts pressure right up the middle where a quarterback doesn't like it. And um, Man, I think I think um, 
what is it that that guy? What's the guy that played this Monday? Collins. He was running right through these guys though. Yeah, one uh, that's game. That's one I mean, game. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. But that's the but, thing about Sue too. When things are not going well, he has the uh, ability to blow up. Yeah, yeah he, you know, has, he can lose his cool at any moment. If he's not, but one winning, thing I like about Sue, one thing I like about Sue, he comes and plays every game. He's not hurt. You know, he's only missed two well, games. He's on the line. I don't, I don't. You know. Those guys get hurt the most on the line. So before we wrap up, we, we were talking about players, and you just mentioned something that actually stood out, and that's that, that's something that we should, you should look at right now. I like throwing these curveballs to, to you guys. Talk about players, active coaches. Who do you think would be a Hall of Fame coach right now? Active coaches right now, Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame is tough. Well, absolutely. Well, put Belich- Just create a a, a a a clay over Bill Belichick right now and put him in the Hall of Fame. Just <laughs> yeah. do a molding of it right now. He can be in the Hall of Fame right yeah. now as we speak. He shouldn't even have to wait. Um. Any, uh, anyone Andy else Reed. comes to mind? Andy Reid? Andy I like Reid, I think. I, I, I think Andy Reid's the second best coach in the NFL, but he, he's never won a Super Bowl. Yes. But do you have to win a Super Bowl in order no, to get that? No, I don't think so. Bowl. No, I don't think it's the end or be all for coaches. He took Donovan McNabb to four straight NFC titles. They went to the Super Bowl. He's yeah. doing what he's doing now with, with, with Alex Smith. They, they've made the playoffs every year. He's been with Kansas City except one. So I think Andy Reid's the second best coach in the league. Hall of Fame, I do believe so, yes. Uh, I'm looking down. I'm thinking down the line. Who else could? Uh... <sighs> there's not a lot of. There's not a lot of experience. Is Parcells, Parcells Parcells a Hall of right Famer, right? Yes. Okay. Parcells, uh, yeah, definitely. Jesus, absolutely. Uh, right now, like like you said, right now, looking at the. Yeah, there's not there's not really much. Maybe there's not you, a you, lot. You could say you could say you say you have Sean Payton out there. He's still and the coaching carousel is so interchangeable, man. You don't win in two three years, you're out. You know who's the second longest tenured head coach? Mm. Marvin Lewis, Lewis on the Bengals. Bengals, and I don't like Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis, I, I still wonder how he has a job. Yeah, I don't. Well, I he don't. brought he brought stability to that franchise. He but it's did. Also a franchise he's that's, a play, I, that's he's an a eight and eight coach. franchise every year. Yes, he's and and he coach. can't control his players. He's yeah. a players coach. Burford is always getting suspended. Oh, I got another one. Pete Carroll, I like Pete Carroll. He he implement, but 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 Pete Carroll, you could tell by the way he chews his damn gum. He's just super like hyper aggressive. Camel. He's super hyper aggressive. His whole damn team got suspended for being on Adderall. He's just he's just too much caffeine and coffee. But I like that. You need energy. Is what you're wired up. <laughs> so you're wired up, completely uh, wired. Hall of Famer. I don't. I I don't know, man. It's it's it, it's a tough call for these guys these days. Like, to uh, like me, said, the, the carousel yeah. and um. And the NFL can can turn either way. You see, I Pete Carroll, I go either way. I I remember USC. I remember I remember um, Seattle Super Bowl. But I also will never forget letting your offensive coordinator throw the ball in the damn one yard line. Yeah, that yeah. that's also on his resume. When you have the fucking beast, and you could have just the Super Bowl oh was right God. in your hand. He was averaging what was it like five yards a carry in that fucking Super Bowl? What was the? Ah, uh, oh, he had to go one yard, and they decided to do yeah. a play. I, I lost a lot of money at Super Bowl. I'll never forgive him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so look, it's always about the money at the end, isn't it? Uh, yeah, always uh, about the money at the end, right? Guys, when we come back, just Daniel will be in here. We got more going down. Stick around, don't go anywhere. Um, you, when the mic's off, you should just see the banter between, between these two. It's a, uh, it's a good reason why I'm, I'm, I'm recruiting them to come on the show more. Often. I win most of the time. You do most, most of the time. The competition's real. Stick around, guys. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Sante. Just Daniels. You want to bet?
Oh shit, y'all. Everybody get your fucking glow sticks out. I'm about to sing freestyle music. Where's fucking George Lamont and shit? And fucking Cynthia. Pass me an ecstasy pill right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you, you, you being Puerto Rican and all. Well, yeah, you were born in 86, so like, yeah. yeah, so freestyle wasn't like really. No, my neighbor downstairs uh, was a big freestyle. He was a DJ. And all I heard all day <laughs> was freestyle. You, yeah. Maria. <laughs> TK shit like that. All day. <laughs> shit. So this segment is Just Daniels. You want to bet? If you didn't hear it early on. This is basically saying, I've been wanting to do this for a while. And I had a few people pitch me the idea for it. But I didn't trust them. Because A, um, they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. And B, it's a slippery slope when you're doing betting lines with people. Especially when um, people who who are accustomed to like certain uh, uh, lines. Yes. There's certain lines that uh, they have their own traditions. You have a tradition when it comes to yours? I do. When I make a bet, I have a very strict ritual, a ritual, and um, I don't, I have multiple people that I go to to shop around for lines. Okay. I don't so, say to one person. So um, I, let's say, um, basically, I, am, I, I will be a newbie to, let's say, the betting league. What is like some key points that I would need to know if I'm, if I'm going to be interested in knowing the bet? First rule of gambling, okay, is only make a bet that you can afford to lose. Only put on the line the amount of money that you can afford to lose. Now, that seems like an oxymoron. Oh, I can't afford to lose money. Listen, if losing $20 is not going to kill you, if you got to struggle on a weekend day, to, then just bet $20. Right. You know? So only bet what you can afford to lose, rule number one. Mm-hmm. Okay? Another tidbit of information in order to win, in order to be successful at gambling, you have to hit a 56% of your bets. When you're taking a bet with a bookie, you have to put up usually $110 to win 100 Right. Okay? So if you're just hitting 50% of your bets over the long haul, you're going to lose money. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're going to lose that, that, that 10% VIG, as they call it. So you got to hit 56% to be a professional gambler. And... Uh- any any sports in particular that you are very keen on going into, like that that's more, I can't say of a more of an advantage of winning, but any keen that, that you feel as though that you you have a better line and possibly getting a one up on a better win 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 streak on. A friend of mine and me are actually in the process, and I would love to bring him on one day. Mike Money Mikey, I call him. He he and I are in the process of coming up with a formula for NBA regular season games. Okay, however. We we started it last year and he hit about sixty three percent of his games, wow, which that's is good. fantastic. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. Now we don't start gambling on NBA games until game twenty one of the NBA season. Why? Because the first twenty games, twenty five games of the NBA regular season, teams are figuring out the rotation. Mm-hmm. They're getting into basketball shape. Mm-hmm. Coaches trying to figure out best chemistry, who works with each other. So we need. That information plus the accumulation of stats to, you know, go with the formula. Okay. That's a smart. That's very smart. A lot of people, uh, especially when it comes to betting, they want to be, get a jump on things. I think I've seen a lot of people do it because they, it's the unpredictability, the unpredictability of it. Because like you said, some teams are not really meshing at this point. So some teams might take right now, we're looking at the Cavaliers in Washington. Some teams might take a, a Washington team right now because yeah. they know the Cavs are still, me- still meshing. The Cavs are struggling. Lost four in a row. Yeah. You know, they held a team meeting where they aired it out. They came out and the later they got home against Indiana the next day right after the team meeting. <laughs> yeah. So, see, sports is the ultimate reality television show. You don't know what's going to happen on yeah. any given night. There's so many variables. So, you just 
you know, only bet what you can afford. And, and, and what makes gambling so hard is that my perception of the Cavaliers could be different from your perception. Right. So, you know, if two teams got a different perception on the same team, then who's right and who's wrong? Mm-hmm. You don't know till the buzzer sounds at the end of the game. Right. So, you know, it's very difficult. So just easy, just give a, a, a quick tip for those who really just to, to, for the novice of, uh, pretty much what's, you know, how, how, how the, the, the jargon, uh, you, you take a team in the over or you take a home and under. What does each thing, what does it really mean for, for people who are learning about betting? So for instance, if the Cavs in Washington and the spread is eight points. So what would be the jargon? Like how to, how, how can people understand that? Well, right now, I think coming into this game, Washington, because they're at home, because of the Cavs' struggles, were actually favored at like minus two. So that means if you wanted to bet the Wizards, they would have to win by three points. Okay. So three things can either can can happen. If you bet the Cavaliers in this game, three things can happen for them to win. The Cavaliers can win outright. The Cavaliers can um, lose by two points or less, mm-hmm. and you win. Or uh, well, I was going to say a tie, but that doesn't happen. Only in football that happens. So. Two ways. No, two ways. Yeah. And uh, so when they say the, the jargon of, let's say, Washington covered, it means? Washington covered, that means they won by three points or more. They covered the spread. Okay. And the over-under is the what the lines, what the, the wise guys in Vegas set as far as the accumulative score of every game. So this game is probably 205 points. If you think the total score is going to be over that, you go over. If you think it's going to be under, you go under. Do you bet those? I, I, I try to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. But, but. We we do have a formula for that, which we can get into on another day. But I try to just bet the betting lines. You know, okay. I'm still I'm still working through my progression as as a as a gambler. Last <laughs> year on NFL, I hit about fifty four percent. So I'm I'm, I'm not it's, quite there but yet. It's not bad though. But it's it's not bad. Huh. It's not bad. Um, you you made a you made a, a a great statement about betting 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 by your means of what you have. Absolutely. Um, do you think that there's there's individuals out there that um that just go on recklessly because they believe that uh, at any moment they could hit that big that big number. Absolutely, you know the number one lotto. How many people play lotto? That's you know a great, you have yeah, a yeah. one in a million chance at right. least with a basketball game if or, or a football game. If they give you a spread, you can go either way and probably got a fifty percent shot. This is what they do in Vegas. They set the line so that both teams are equal at the end of it. Right. You know. So if. I mean, I, I I don't think gambling should be illegal. I think one day they will legalize it. You see in Jersey already, you have casinos with dealers. You mm-hmm. got online betting stations. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to progress. And, and, you know, gambling is just as harmful as drinking. If you know how to control your vices, you'll be all right. I believe those. I, I, I've, I've always said that as well. Um, right now, we, we're going to talk uh, NFL this week. You have, um, you have, some, you have some, uh, some topics on there. So uh, what, do, what do you got there? Well, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you three games and I'm explain to you why exactly I'm gonna pick those games. My first of all, my best bet of the weekend is Cowboys at home at playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Now you would think the Kansas City would be favored. Right. Six and two, coming off a win. Dallas, you know, they're going through these headaches and distractions, the Zeke suspension, you know, whatnot. But they're at home. They Play well at home, and Kansas City's defense, ever since they lost Eric Berry, has been very shaky. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys can move this ball up and down the field. Their defense hasn't been the greatest, but despite all these distractions, Des Bryant throwing up two fingers, saying, I only got two uh, targets today. Ezekiel Elliott, Jerry Jones stating that his players have to stand. 
all these distractions would normally hurt a team. But you know what their one mainstay is? Mm-hmm. Dak yeah, Prescott. Yeah, but Prescott, yeah. Dak Prescott. He he answers every question correctly and he's smooth, calm, and collective. And at minus two, I think the Cowboys are a good bet to win by three points this weekend. It's it's funny you said that. That's actually very that's very profane uh, and profound of you because a lot of uh professional analysts said the same thing. That was really that's a really good pick. Well, I was looking online today, and a lot of a lot of big money is is going towards the Chiefs in this game because really? of the Zeke uh, distraction. But um, you know, well, he's back. He is back. Yeah. He's going to play, which made me like it even more. And um, you got to remember. See, I can gather all the stats that I want, mm-hmm. and, and uh, like I said, a friend of mine, Mikey, he he's all driv- he's all stat driven. He's mm-hmm. analytics. If he he was a Yankee front office, he's telling he's giving the lineup to Girardi. I I tend to go with a little bit of both. I like my gut feeling with the numbers. Okay, so so we got what else do you have on there? All right, we got Titans at home coming off a bye week playing the Ravens. Titans are favored at minus three and a half. I'll take the Ravens on the road coming off a huge emotional win. They they didn't come off a bye, but they're coming off a Thursday night football game, 10 days to rest, and they're starting to get healthier. They have an elite defense. I think Tennessee's undercoached. Their running backs are kind of banged up. Mariota's been sitting in the pocket because he can't run, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I'll take... The Ravens there not to lose by four points. Okay. And uh you have more there. Last games. This the stay away game. This this is if you're looking at um if you're a average NFL fan and you see the Detroit Lions, okay, Monday night football, all they gotta do is win by two and a half points. Mm. They're minus two and a half, all they gotta do is win by three. They're at Green Bay with no Aaron Rodgers. This is my stay away from the game of the week. Vegas does this. Mm. They give you one line every week that you have to scratch your head and you're like, why is this line so much in favor of this team? Mm-hmm. It's because they're trying to trap you. <laughs> they're trying to collect. Vegas knows what they're doing. They set the perfect lines, okay? The Packers are at home. They've had two weeks to prepare, okay? Mike McCarthy's a good quarterback coach he'll get Hunley back on track at least in a manageable phase they'll run the ball with Aaron Jones and the Lions haven't been playing well they haven't been they they played decent against um Pittsburgh last week but they haven't had a hundred yard rusher since 2015 wow so they're not running the ball well and um I'll take actually the Packers in this game to not lose by three points this is a classic trap game I'll try to stay away from it don't you know I said I'll take the Packers, but one little other fact: in the last twenty-five games, the Lions are one and twenty-four mm. in Green Bay. That is absurd. Right. That is unheard of. So even though they're only two and a half, they got to win by three. I'd stay away from this game in total. Damn. Too many variables. Shit. I, I really feel like I, I I feel like I just learned some shit because I feel like I should have known more about betting shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so difficult, man. It's so hard. That's why you see, you know what? I can't. I would. I. I, I can't even do it because I'm so. Even if I lose, I lose five dollars. I get pissed off. So it's like I can't. I, I get so wearable. And as much as and plus, I call myself mush. I'm like the kid, the dude from Bronxville. I like. I'm fucking mush. Yeah. Anything I go like, if I would have bet Houston to win the fucking World Series, yeah, I would have. They would have probably lost. <laughs> some shit. But yeah, I, I. I like the segment. We need to bring you back more for it. I like it. We got to yeah. do more on it. You got to be able to manage your money. And that's what it is. If you don't have it, you know, don't bet five hundred dollars and you only got a hundred bucks. Exactly. Just because you need forty more dollars to pay a bill doesn't mean you gotta make it up by betting. Stay away, <laughs> guys. When we come back, we got talking sports and shit, and got some NFL picks. Don't go anywhere. Stick around.
Yo, this is Chris Seaton. And this is Smooth Blackman. And we are the NYWK. And you're listening to the TRSS. <laughs> Man, we talking sports and shit. All right, Just Danny, kick it off. What you got there for talking sports and shit this week? Andrew Luck out. Put on IR for the entire season. This just smells so reminiscent of somebody else. Who? Smells very Peyton Manning-ish. Coltstown seems to have uh, such ill wills when it comes to quarterbacks. You see, we fight with everybody because you talk to one person, they think Andrew Luck is overrated. And you talk to someone like me who, I, who thinks Andrew Luck is the, is the next greatest quarterback. And he's been, su- he's been done such a disservice by the Colts. Such a disservice. Yeah, he's their punching back. And they, they you know, we, we, we always talk about how the, the Giants doesn't have an offensive line. That fucking Colts offensive line is like, you, you could have put a, a Pop Warner fucking offensive line in front. And it's been trash for years. Mm-hmm. For years it's been trash. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's terrible because, like you said, he, he has fucking looks of greatness. And, and this is what it is. So he's out for the rest of the year. The rest Shit. of the year. They, they, they've done such a bad job. Moncrief. High draft pick, how that turned out, not good. Dorsett, second round draft pick, how that turned out, not good. They drafted his roommate, Kobe Fleener, how that turned out, <laughs> traded to the Saints. Like they are just, they got lucky with T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton was a late round draft pick. They got lucky with mm-hmm. T.Y. So it's just terrible. They, he needs to sit out. Okay. But let me ask you a question. What would you do if you're the coach? You know they have a new general manager, Ryan Grixon. Right. Okay, first of all, Pagano needs to go. He's a defensive coach in an era where the offense rules it's a, it's the a, day. It's offensive okay, day, so yeah. he needs to go. Okay, they should have kept Bruce Arians. That's another story. But what would you do if you were the Colts? Do you feel like his injuries are too severe for him to come back? And would you, at this point, tank for the rest of the year? Take one of these three great quarterbacks coming out of college, perceived mm. great, mm. and trade Andrew Luck and get more picks to start over and build your team from there? Or would you trade your draft pick and surround Luck with the talent and go from there? What would, I think, what would you I, do? I think the easy investment is to get him get him help. Get him to help. Get him help? Yeah, get him to help. Because he's shown that if you give him the protection that's needed, that he can make things happen. You've seen him, even in the clutch situations and where – he has to struggle to find receivers that he can make plays happen. Yeah. But and then when you get him settled in a pocket, he could he's, he's throwing darts. He could fucking hit anything. I agree with you. Yeah, I think they really need to start building. They could build. Give him that year. You owe it to him. Give, you know that at least give him that. The, the, the team isn't going anywhere. You're in a division that you could fucking bounce back anyway. Let him get healthy. Yeah. This team has a terrible record. They're not going anywhere, like you said. Um, sell off your draft pick. Get three, four picks, get a King's Ransom for it, and rebuild around him. Sign some free agents. Help this guy out. This kid is talented. He's got the arm. He's smart. He's mobile. He went to Stanford. He Get him an offensive coach. Get him a, a coordinator that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Give him some help, and this could be a team that, that can do something. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. <laughs> get in my belly. <laughs> That sounded like me yesterday for dinner. Those segues. <laughs> What's going on with this L.A. County jail allowing the inmates to watch the World Series? These guys are incarcerated. We're spending our tax dollars to put, to give them entertainment? Now, let me tell you something. I, I have, a, I have a, a family member who's incarcerated until, I'm going to say, 2023, something like that. And uh, he he can email. 
Yeah, really? <laughs> from can, where? From prison. A burner phone? No, they give them. They have. They can go to the library and email. Really? Yes. They, Unbelievable. Prison is a little bit more lax these days. Like sometimes, you know, there's some dudes that now you can understand why some dudes would be like, "Oh shit, I can't." Uh, What's his email address? Then <laughs> number five seven two four three eight nine. What? How does that work? At Stanhope County. Like <laughs> Jesus. You know the crazy thing is that like. Now you can understand, like, people who get, they get locked up again, they could do the bullet again. They could do the time again because it's like, yo, uh, oh, fuck. Shit, my, my old lady's not going to let me watch the World Series. But yeah, apparently nah. in L.A. County, they can let me watch the game. There so you go. I'm going to do a B&E. I'm going to go watch the World Series. First I'll check you out in a minute. First of all, you're on West Coast time. It's not a late game. It's during the day. Mm-hmm. So they don't got to lock up. And, yeah, I'm just joking around, man. Listen, the worst thing they did to prisoners was stop letting them get their degrees. Just because you're incarcerated doesn't mean you can't try to better yourself, can't have some entertainment. Listen, a lot of guys are in there off of bogus charges. So as long as they're not letting the maximum security guys who kill people watch mm. the games, you know what I'm saying? At least it, at least don't shank anybody because he was mad that somebody got pissed off because of a strike alcohol. Let or, it slide. or you took one of my betting lines and uh, bet the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I must break you. What else you got there? Josh Gordon, I mean, back in the NFL, reinstated. They say he can play starting December 3rd if the Browns want him to. Yeah. How many chances is this guy going to get? Listen, they've been giving a lot of motherfuckers chances. Come on. I mean, Look at Ezekiel Elliott. This guy is still going to be able to play. Well, the Zeke ruling, it was kind of the, the six-game suspension was a little bit unfair. He was never convicted. There was no video evidence. The 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 testimony of of the girl for the domestic violence, which started everything, was was uh, inconclusive and and a back and forth. I mean, that was kind of an unfair ruling. But but Josh Gordon, you have a whether it's right or not, whether smoking weed is is is, is still illegal in your organization. Right. And if it's illegal, then you can't do it. You gotta buy by the rules. Listen, if they tell you, Jay Santi. You can come work for this organization, but you got to stop your show. You probably wouldn't do it because you love your show, right? right? Now, if they come how to you, how much is the, how much are they paying me? Now, now? if they paying you ten million dollars a year, would you cancel the show? <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll, I'll have somebody buy my show off me <laughs> and continue. I'll be like, Daniel, this is my continue gift. to produce. This it, is yeah. my gift for you. <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. But I'm also on 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 the flip side to that. Is like. He's gonna he's gonna shoot himself in the foot again anyway. A lot of these players do it. We've seen it with Ricky Williams that he's done it. Like we've seen it with Plaxico Burris. He literally, literally shot, shot himself in the ass. ass. <laughs> but you know, we see a lot of guys who do it who it's like, you know, they can't give up the weed. That they yeah. that's can you imagine yo, I smoked weed all through my teenage years. But you know what I and hate? I gave it up. People who like, I hate that people who say that weed is not addictive. Anything is addictive if you have an addictive personality. Yeah, and if you can't, if you can't let it fucking go, and yeah, exactly, you're right. It's no. not addictive because they don't want to justify it as that way because they say, like, "Oh, it's nothing." No, if you can, if you're telling me that, yo, I can't, uh, you know, I can't walk out the house without smoking a blunt. It's like, yeah, you got a problem. I, I know people who who smoke before they brush their teeth. Yeah. in the morning. I used to be like that. Heavy. Yeah, I was. I was really bad. But yo, no, I, I get it. You're part of something. This is the same thing I say about anything else. You, if if you were a golfer or a tennis player, you're an independent athlete, more power to you. You do what the fuck it is because that's your way. Of, yeah. uh, you're independent. You only have to worry about your advertisers. But if you're part of an organization, this is rules. Well, we work. It's we, rules. Come on. Yeah. I can't go to I can't go to my job in sneakers and jeans. I mean, they got a dress code. It's their dress code. You They're can't? paying you. It's a private company. You can't? No, I don't think so. Shit. 
I don't Dang, know. You, might, me, you me, might need another job. Let sure. me try it out Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens. Me love you long time. Me so corny. Take your time. Don't worry about it. You want to talk World Series? <laughs> <laughs> World Series, I'll save in that one. Oh, okay. Megatron, real quick. What do you think oh, about Calvin oh, Johnson? Oh, oh, my God. Listen, Detroit has a lot of problems. <laughs> they have a well, lot. Well, Detroit's actually, there's rumors around saying that they've been calling teams to inquire about Calvin Johnson because they hear that he wants to play again, but not for Detroit. Right. So they're trying to do a Seattle Marshall Lynch where they get some type of fourth round, fifth round pick for him. But can you imagine that, you know, this is this is what Detroit has become. They've become they, this is what happened with Barry Sanders. If it has if it happens to they one more person. The greatest running back, possibly the greatest running back of all time. Barry Sanders, ten years. Yeah. Calvin Johnson, ten years. We're talking about arguably the best at their position. If this happens to one more player, they have to absolve that franchise <laughs> and just name them the what Detroit think, quitters. What do you think is the the big hole that's there in Detroit that that's making you know that's having got but not, besides not winning, but like what is it that that's not? Is it management? Is it upper management? Listen, I can firmly attest to the fact that when you go to work every day and play for a shitty organization, there comes a time where you just want to give up. You, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. It's not regardless of how much they get paid. Football is a game. Basketball right. is a game. You're supposed to play because you love it. Right. Detroit just oh man, they're they're terrible. Yeah, that's a that's that's that that's nobody a, it's the wants black to play hole. There. It's the abyss. What's the last big free agent signee that went there? Nobody wants nobody, to play there. Yeah, it's the abyss. It's it's really really crazy. Golden Tate, Cleveland, Cleveland or fucking um Detroit, like. And that's because they overpaid him. Yeah, it's like it, it, it's not yeah. a good situation. The Motor City shout out. I love you guys. <laughs> World Series. Well, there we go. Game seven. <laughs> there we go. Save the best for last. Let me tell you something. The the this had the lead into being probably the best World Series ever until the last two games. I mean, it went back to LA. Kind of anticlimactic, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I have to say that first of all, I called it. I said Astros in seven. Good call. But you also have a thing to where um, that team and LA itself, but but that team itself. Houston itself looks like a team that could be poised to probably go and have a big run for the next two or three years. They do. They absolutely do. And 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 the main reason, forget about the stats with Altuve and Correa and, and Stringer and, and Berger. Forget about the stats. Whenever I turn on the TV and see these guys play, everyone is smiling, man. Yeah, everybody's having fun. Everyone is smiling, having fun, a positive attitude. And, and that type of... Culture and atmosphere is is can't be replaced. Yeah. It brings so much value to a team when everything's light and loose and positive and come on, we'll get them next time. Don't worry about it. Man, that is invaluable to to an organization in business or in sports. You look at guys that they like you said, when they go up to the plate, they go up to the plate ready to play. Like it, but it's not like Oh man, if I don't get this hit, uh, I'm gonna lose my fucking uh, my shoe deal or whatever. They they do it. You can see the love when they when they slide into the base, the excitement they have. You know the the it's 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 it was so refreshing to see baseball like that again, man. You hadn't seen I hadn't seen it like that in a long time. And I like the analytic train uh the the direction that baseball is going in with analytics. Mm. But let me tell you something, man. When you're in the playoffs and you're in Game Seven. And everything is on the line. And Magic Johnson and his team has put two hundred plus million dollar payroll at your feet. Mm-hmm. I am playing Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, of course. 
he's my starting pitcher. I don't care how many days rest he's been on. He would have been on three days rest, three and a half days. If he didn't perform well, you would have had a short hook, come in with Darvish, come in with your bullpen. But to 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 not bring him in, to bring him in when you were already down 5-1, I thought that was a mistake. Yeah, I said it. I said, this is a guy who you're supposed to live and die for. And he had he had said it. He said, he I could pitch 27 more innings. Like He was ready to go anyway. He texts his manager that. Yeah, and he was ready to go. And... I I would have I would have done. It's like I'm trying. He to, said he was ready to go game six. It's like I I I'll even equate it to you know the '86 match. If you would have went like to game seven uh, of the World Series, I'd have, you know I would have said you got to start Doc. You got to you got to start good. And he was he was he was the team then. You have to. There comes a point in time where you got to throw away the numbers and you got to go with your stars. Okay, yeah, you got to go with it. And, and look, I, and look what Houston did. Houston went once they went five one. They started throwing everybody in that shit. Everybody started pitching until of course um, until Morton came in and was fucking locked down. They started it when they were down three two with the Yankees. Yeah, this is something that uh I I, I thought this was what a World Series that um because already the the revenue and the uh the attendance is coming back up little by little. Yes, and I think this is what uh, a series that was gonna is gonna help for next year for a good push for baseball to come back to the. To the form then which people could start. Ratings are up. Yeah. Contracts are up. And home runs. Jesus. they You know, they set a record a for record. home runs. They tied a record. Yeah, they tied a record. Are the balls juiced? Uh, you know what? They, there was a lot of complaints about the way the balls were handled. They were much too smooth. For for no excuse me they did break the record for home runs it was uh, Springer who tied the record for home runs in the in the um, World Series okay yeah but um but the, they, the the balls even in the regular season they broke the home run record the home run record home yeah. yeah basically young guys who were going like I said going up to the plate and just swinging a bat and I think uh, for the for the series there was complaints about the balls being a little bit more smoother the sliders couldn't come out the way that they wanted yeah. to uh, but at the end of the day. You still gotta hit the ball, man. I think I that's why I always say that's probably one of the toughest things. Who to manufactures do in these baseball? Rawlings? Is it is it Rawlings? I think it is. I think it's okay. Rawlings. Save his Rawlings. You think you think they would really jeopardize their whole reputation right. to bring in a tighter, strong ball or a juice ball? I don't think so. They've been I, around a hundred years. I think it's also a thing to where it's condition of the environment as well. You, you're playing. You played in two. Uh, areas in which they're the humidity, warm climate, yeah, warm climate. That's so actually that, a good point. That that affects the ball as well. Yeah, we've seen it in football all the time that you know yeah. the ball, you know, it, it, it can fluctuate. Baseballs do the same thing. It, it tightens up on its own. It can I, do it. I think that's a great point. I, I kind of overlooked that. Um, usually, uh, you think of October, Mister October. You think of cold weather. You think of you know air coming out mm-hmm. of, of players. And um, well, one of their games was hundred degrees. I think it was like game three or yeah, no, that, game that's two, ridiculous. Like hundred degrees. So the humidity right? definitely plays plays mm-hmm. a role. But never did I think that when when the Astros moved from the National League to the tougher American League, that they would win a World Series, and they did it. They won. Yeah. Uh, anything else on board? Uh, what you got? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Oh man, that doesn't say too much about us. <laughs> about us. <laughs> I don't think I like that. <laughs> what do you think about Papa John? Thank you. I did. I want you to mention that. Go ahead. Blaming the NFL and its ratings for having a nine percent droppage in their revenue. I, I got something. I got something. For you. Hold on. I. I, I First I, of all, did you know that the guy in the commercials was actually the owner of Papa John's? <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought he was a regular guy that they hired. Check this out. Um, this is this is a rundown of uh, Papa John's, and, and this this might lead up to why some of their um. There, there. Their sales are going down. First of all, uh, pizza shit. It's terrible. 
I'm not really? A, I'm not a big Papa John's fan. Um, fucking terrible. Oh no, Papa John's. Yeah. I I don't eat Papa John's. I yeah. haven't eaten Papa John's yeah. ten years. But yeah. pizza and and overall. No no no. Papa John's oh, okay. pizza. Oh Jesus. No, I love pizza. Oh great. I, I was about pizza. to end my friendship. No no no. <laughs> no Papa. I always find people who don't eat pizza as weird. Yeah no. I think they're weird. It's like, do you breathe? Like, are you from this no, planet? I, I eat pizza four or five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, Papa John's pizza is shit. It's, it's terrible compared to I. Can, I would eat Little Caesars above that shit. Yeah, Little Caesars deep dish not too bad. And Domino's has gotten better as well. Yeah, their pan pizza is good. And by the way, get a pure pizzeria. Don't go to these. Can we get? Fast can food. we get a Domino sponsorship? Yeah, yeah, we should look for that. Wink, wink. All right, uh, Papa John's donated to the Trump campaign. Cut workers' hours to avoid paying health insurance. Really? Found guilty of wage theft and not paying employees on time. For their overtime. Threatened to raise pizza prices to keep the shareholders happy. And that's the problem. The shareholders are unhappy. And you think you're losing revenue because of the NFL. First rule in life, for our young viewers especially. I'm not that old. But <laughs> first rule in life, never blame the next man. Mm-hmm. Okay, own up. Yeah, if your company's not doing well, shit. look inside. Yeah. If your life is not going so great, it might be your fault. <laughs> Work we must, harder. <laughs> we must we must turn the mirror on ourselves. Whenever you point one finger, there's always three pointing back at yeah, yourself. Yeah, Papa John's has been terrible. Terrible pizza. Stop it, sirs. You guys are terrible. Just, just stop blaming everybody else. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. So we just traded for AJ McCarron. Oh, oh, wait, oh, oh no, we didn't. No. Did someone no. forget to call the... Uh, NFL office in time. <laughs> so apparently, the Browns botch a trade for AJ McCarron, who they felt who a lot of a lot of NFL insiders think he's a decent quarterback. Yeah, could be good. So they had a deal on the table. The Bengals agreed. They send in the paperwork. After you send in the paperwork, you have to make a confirmation phone call. Mm-hmm. The, I think the fax goes in late for the paperwork, and the phone call is never made. Until after they're done drinking many bottles of champagne. Yeah, apparently they were partying. They were celebrating for this. And then I was like, whoops. Unbelievable. Only the Browns. This is Cleveland. This is this is Cleveland. I feel so bad for this them. This is Cleveland. I don't know if I feel bad for them or if I feel like that's really close to being how my job operates. <laughs> I, believe, I don't know yet. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's not too far off. Especially where the department I work in is not too far off. Uh, but also, not only that, uh, the other trades that happened, the big trade was Guapolo to uh, the 49ers. Loved it, loved it. Uh, it's it's pu- this trade is a pure Bill Belichick trade. Let's hold on to Garoppolo. Let's see if Brady lasts uh, a full eight games. Not only see if he lasts, let's see if he lasts a if his performance is still there. And as soon as you got those two answers questions answered, right before the trade deadline, they ship Garoppolo. They weren't going to pay him. If they kept him next year, they'd have to fr- either pay him a big contract or franchise tag him. And if you did either one, you'd be paying him more than Brady. That wasn't going to work. This looked like, to me, one of it was one of, it reminded me of something like you see in, if you played Madden. Uh, it's like, you trade Garoppolo for a trade, for, for a... Uh, second for, round pick. For a second round pick. You drop Hoyer, and then Patriots sign Hoyer. It was It was, it was genius. <laughs> It was genius. It's a weird, I mean, it's a weird play. But it's also good news for, for my Jets because now this is another team that needed a quarterback that apparently has their quarterback of the future. Right. So even though we're playing good right now, we can always trade down or there might be a team up there that might sell or might not take a quarterback mm-hmm. next year. But the bigger question is now, where does Kirk Cousins go? Right. 
Yeah, because uh, that's that's that that's been a big piece of picture that everybody's been looking out for for next year. What happens to Kirk Cousins? But I definitely like Garoppolo. I I mean, every time I think of Bill Belichick and and a quarterback, a backup, I think of uh, Matt Castle, them leading New England to eleven and five, and then him going to Kansas City and doing nothing. Yeah. So I don't know how Garoppolo's gonna be. I think he's gonna be good with Shanahan. I think he'll be better. He's a young kid, but he's you know, it. it I mean, th- let's not look for miracles this year. You know, let's let's no, let's, no. let's watch for progression, guys. They already said he might not even play this year. He's yeah. not going to play until after their bye week. He's yeah. going to give him at least three weeks, and then maybe see what he got. Yeah. They just put Pierre Garcon on IR, so he has absolutely no weapons out there. But you know what this does tell me? This does tell me that I think that when Brady's done playing, I think Belichick's going to leave too. Yeah, I think he will. I thought the same thing of uh, of Popovich when um uh, Tim Duncan retired, but he's yeah. still there. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, I can. Maybe. Maybe. We don't need no stinking You can take one last one and wrap it up from over there. Sam Darnold, USC. Is he going to stay in school? Yeah, he said he's saying. He says he doesn't want to get picked by fucking Cleveland. <laughs> he said that? He yeah, came out? No, he, he didn't. Yeah, he says I'm not going to be. He says, Smart no, he's going to do one more year. He says, I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to get picked by Cleveland for the first time. Hell no. He I, knows where it's I going. Would do the, you know what I would do if I was him? I would do the Eli Manning. I'm coming out of school, but I don't want to play for the Browns. Right. And if you pick me, I'm not going to play. I'm going to sit out yeah. and pull their card. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. He said, you know what? And plus, listen, USC is going to probably be even stronger next year. So it's like. They're struggling this year. They don't have. I, I don't know if it's the coaching staff or, or or the lack of talent or developing the players. But they're, they're still. A lot of them are still young. So yeah. it's a lot. Of, it's, just, it's still a lot going on over there. But. Uh, I think next year they, they'll be a little bit. They'll be a little bit more form and refined, and and they'll be more of a, a contender on that side. If Donald comes out this year, he's most likely going to be the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. You do not pass that up, okay? There's no saying that next year you're going to be better. You can blow out a knee. You can you can perform poorly. You can you know. Um, the number one pick could be a team that their quarterback's hurt and doesn't need a quarterback. They right. just had a bad year. So you don't take it for granted that you're going to be the number one. You grab that guaranteed money and you go. Ah, uh, but you know what? I'm on the opposite of them because I think I, I'm always, I always like kids that, uh, that are staying in school. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm no, I'm not going to knock him either way. Yeah. You know, it's probably better for him to stay in school and develop, but I'd rather him go, you know, Take the bread, be the number one pick, and hopefully you go to a team that has an offensive coach that they can develop you. Coaching in the NFL is much better than coaching in college. Yeah. Except for maybe Nick Saban and, you know, a couple others. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to have our NFL picks, uh, our, our preview for next week. Uh, let's just say I'm losing on our side. You can sit in and you can make your own picks for this week. We'll just go through it on a quick round, round robin. Cool. Uh, so guys don't go anywhere we come back just Daniel's still in the building yep stick around what's going on everybody this is Anthony Cole promoter of BCW and you're listening to TRSS alright guys this week's uh, NFL preview review is sponsored by Poland Springs <laughs> Great filtered tap water. It's a fucking Friday night, and usually I would be sitting here having a couple of beers, but I'm with a guy like you who needs beers. There's no you're water in, in my Poland Spring bottles, buddy. You're intoxicating me just by the look of you. Trey Vodka. <laughs> so this week we had uh, 
we had the Thursday night game. We have the Buffalo and the Jets. And uh, as of this recording, uh, the Jets won. Winner, winner. Yeah, but I picked. Uh, I picked Buffalo. My daughter picked Buffalo. Super producer, uh, Super producer Sally picked Buffalo, and so did Matt. So, uh, yeah, we're already all in one in that one. Uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock, we have Tampa Bay and the Saints. Who do you got? Straight out to win or? Straight out to win. Straight out to win, Saints. Got the Saints as well. So the Super Producer Sally and Met Fan Matt. Uh, next 1 o'clock, we have the Falcons and the... Carolina Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. I was like, my daughter took like the red and like fucked everything up. <laughs> uh, who do you got? I'm going Panthers. And an upset. It's funny because I wanted to take that as well, but I was thinking that this might be the bounce back week for the Falcons. So bounce back. They won last week against the Jets. I'm talking about bounce back as in getting their whole they season. They will never back bounce strike. back from losing 28 to three lead from the Stop Super Bowl. Stop that. Leave it's th- over for them. Listen, leave things in the past. You have to progress. Nope, I'm sorry. Maddie and I took the Falcons, and Super Producer agreed with you. She took the Panthers. Uh, the next one is the Giants and the Rams. Rams at Giants, and you take Rams. Of course, I took the Rams as well, and uh, so did Matt. It's funny because Super Producer took the Giants, and she's not picked the Giants all season. Really? Maybe she has. If, <laughs> maybe she's, if maybe the Giants she's, win, she sees something. She's doing my picks next week. <laughs> we got uh, we got the Ravens and the Titans. You take. I like Baltimore here in an upset. I like Baltimore as well, but Super Producer Matt take the Titans. We have the Bengals at the Jaguars for the 1 o'clock. You have Jaguars, defensive style, too style. I'm taking the Jaguars as well. I'm so happy that that defense is playing so well because I have them in fantasy. Beautiful. Matt Fat Matt takes the Bengals, and Super Producer takes the Jaguars as well. We have another 1 o'clock. You have the Broncos at Eagles. You take. Philadelphia is favored by seven points in this game. That's a game. Game's going to be closer than than people think, but really? I'll take Philly. Taking Philly as well. Uh, across the board, we all took Philly, and um, I got to say, Carson Wentz is just showing. He's showing. He's showing his true spirit right now. He's showing he's the his, MVP of the league. Right <laughs> he's now. showing it. It's funny because in my I have I play in the NFL league, uh, FMS league, and I forgot I had Carson Wentz, and he was sitting on the fucking bench the whole time. You know who passed up on Carson Wentz? Who? The Browns. <laughs> Uh, you have the next one o'clock. You have the Colts at Houston. You take. Oh, dude, I, I hate that injury for Deshaun Watson, man. I really that, that was a was really so bad special, one. We man. didn't talk about it earlier, but that was a really bad injury, oh, man. Gone oh. ACL torn. The Very life scary. sucked out the season from the Texans. I'll go Indianapolis Colts here. Yeah, across the board, we all did the same. We all going Colts as well. We have uh, the four or five game. You have the Redskins at uh, Seattle. Seattle. Redskins' offensive line is so beat up right now. They are hiring plumbers. They have open <laughs> invitations right now to play left tackle. Uh, they're taking. They're actually bringing in uh, Washington National players to come play the line. That's what they're taking. Oh, but in. they but they choke, so they, they shouldn't <laughs> hide, they shouldn't sign them. So, uh, Met Fat Met took the Redskins, but uh, the rest of us we are taking the Seahawks at home. Another four hundred five. Uh, we have the 49ers and I missed that one. Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals. See, that red shit. Fucked yeah, up no Carson Palmer, but um, I'll take the Cardinals here. I'm Two weeks Car- to prepare. I'm taking the Cardinals as well. And uh, so this super producer. Matt was the only one that would be a dick and took the 49ers. We have uh, the 425. We have Kansas City at the Cowboys. This is one of your best picks. And you yes, took. Cowboys. Straight across. 
I'm gonna be like the other guys, and I'm gonna take the Kansas City Chiefs, and so did Matt. And uh, Super Producer went with you. Secretly, I think she's a Cowboys fan. America's team. I might have to disown her. We have uh, the 8:30 game, the Sunday night game. We have the the Raiders and Miami. You took Jay Cutler is back, so I'm taking the Raiders. Thank you, because I was like, and I would have went with Matt Moore anyway. <laughs> I would have taken him anyway. Sorry. First of all, everybody took the Raiders. And finally, we have Green Bay at the Lions. Well, Lions at Green Bay, and you take on the Monday night. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions, even though everything is telling me not to. I'll take Detroit. Well, Maddie was the only one who took Green Bay, and the rest of us took the Lions. And that was our pick for this week. That was fun. That was, that was fun. Very swift, too. Very quick. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Thank you. You did the whole episode. Are we still live? Yes. Yeah, yeah, thank we you. <laughs> we did the whole, just that. You said it for the whole episode. Yes. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please show your love. Give yourself a round of applause. Just Daniels in the building. Very thank fun. you, sir. That was amazing. That was fun. That was cool. Appreciate it. Uh, I would say where can they get you at? But, um, yeah, you are yet to get your social media out. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get my snap face soon. The snap face? Yeah. Oh, In, by the way, the Insta chat. Here's your here's your standing applause. <laughs> Insta chat is coming soon. Your Insta chat and your um your book face and your <laughs> yeah, I'm getting your, all of that. And soon. your twatter, your twatter, is coming. But you guys, you can make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the like and group page, the regular season sportscast like page is usually the articles, everything that goes up. You guys can share, uh, discuss, communicate. Uh, whatever gripes loves hates whatever that's usually the like page and uh um no excuse me that's the group page the like page is usually the pictures the videos the stuff that we share on instagram and stuff like that just roll reverse that check us out on twitter at rwj santi check us out on instagram at regular season sports and on youtube at regular season sportscast that youtube is about to get up and running again i got some 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 lists i want to get done on there as well so you guys got to check that out just daniel was sitting in the building Thank if you we, again, sir. If we get on YouTube, I need a makeup stylist. We'll we'll work on that. <laughs> we'll work on that. Super producer's really handy with Some that. Some wardrobe. Yeah. You know, new wardrobe, stuff like that. Yeah. Super producer's really good. She, she knows how to put on a lip liner. She's pretty decent with that. I'm with it. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember, listen, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I am the king of talk style. Catch you guys on the rebound. Squash. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Three more seasons for the kids.